Welcome, family. Good evening. Good evening, Grandpa. Rampant fornication, adultery, abortion, flagrant sexuality in every corner of media, movies, TV, etc. Schools, malls, books, clothes, toys, music, everywhere. Everywhere. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, and the Red State USA Tour begins this Saturday. March 5th, Radio City Music Hall. Come on out, man. Uh, and right after that, March 6th, we go to Wilbur Theater in Boston. March 8th, the Harris Theater in Chicago. March 9th, the State Theater in Minneapolis. March 10th, the Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. March 11th, uh, Clues Hall in Indianapolis, Indiana. March 12th, the Midland Theater in Kansas City. March 14th, the Clark State Pack Center in Springfield, Ohio, on March 15th, the Warner Theater in Washington, D.C. Man, after that, we'll roll out to the Paramount in Denver, McAllister Auditorium in New Orleans, the Paramount Theater in Austin, Cobb Energy Center in Atlanta, Marion Oliver McCall Hall in Seattle, and the Wiltern Theater April 9th wraps up our tour here in Los Angeles. Come on out and see us. Tickets are at coopersdale.com. That'll lead you to any of the theaters where you can buy your tickets. Or if you want to win some tickets to a Red State screening near you or win a post-show meet and greet, just simply text the word STATE, S-T-A-T-E, to 877-877. Standard texting rate supply. And you could win some cool stuff. So Red State USA, the tour is beginning, man. Come out and see the movie. See me afterwards. I'm going to do some Q&A. We'll have a good time. 90 minutes of movie, 90 minutes at least of Q&A, three hours of pure entertainment. Come on out once in a lifetime experience, man. A Red State coming to you this week, March 5th, starting at Radio City Music Hall. Gonna get grown up in here. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith, and on May 9th, we're gonna launch Sir Smodcast Internet Radio. It's gonna be an embedded live radio station right at smodcast.com, and you're gonna be able to listen to Smodcast like you would any other radio station. Turn it on, there's gonna be something happening. It's no longer downloading. I mean, you could do that too. We'll always have on demand shows for downloading, but you jump right on and just listen to us live. Call in, Skype in, be involved in the show. That's right, we're going to do four original hours of morning radio programming. From 8 till 10, it's going to be Smorning with Kevin Jen, as me and Jen kind of doing a plus one type of daily show. And then from noon till 2, it's going to be me and Jason Muse doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Jobs. But the only way we could do any of this is with the help of our good friends and partners at Stitcher. Stitcher, you've heard about it before. It's kind of like Pandora for podcasts, if you will. These cats are fantastic. They stream podcasts right there on your phone rather than listening to it or downloading it. You could be in your car driving to work. I don't want to listen to this morning radio. You hit your Stitcher app, man. Boom. You're listening to Smodcast morning radio this morning show. Or you're just streaming one of the many podcasts from our vast catalog or one that just went up that morning, man. Right on your iPhone, your Android phone, your BlackBerry and Pre. These guys are fantastic. Their app is amazing. And now they've partnered up with us to bring you Sir. These cats are going to be hosting the mobile version of the embedded radio station. So at smodcast.com, you'll be able to hear us on your computer, on your laptop, on a landline. But when you're on your phone or your mobile device of any sort, Stitcher is going to be our home, man. So Stitcher's our partner. Show Stitcher how much you love them. Go download their free app, man. It's free. That's the weird thing. They're not charging anything for this app. This app's going to cost you absolutely nothing. And the only thing you have to do for it is download it. But you can do me a favor while you're doing that at the registration point. 
Enter the promo code SMOD. You'll see a little thing that says, have a promo code? Tap here or something like that. Enter S-M-O-D. And what's going to happen at that point is you're going to be, A, entered to win $250 worth of stash, uh, Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash merchandise, or smerchandise, as we call it over at SMODcast. $250. You go shop your full head off. But more importantly, by using that promo code, you're showing them how strong the SMODcast audience is and that this is a worthwhile endeavor to open up that stream and build it and house it for us. Show them your thank live fresh content it's gonna be the bomb and these cats are responsible go to stitcher.com slash smod and start the process man stitcher is the future and the future of smodcast network is sir smodcast internet radio hey matt hey brendo what's going on i just got some cool comics get the fuck out of here you're reading them right now while you're talking to me oh yeah i love reading comics you're a a multitasker brendo that's what i do what comics did you get dude i got the scott pilgrim box set no way you love scott pilgrim i do Ugh, you always talk about that scott pilgrim man he's my boy You, you and scott pilgrim are homies right yeah you're down for the pound man yeah you and scott you go way back yeah, we're fighting those people. You're fighting his evil exes with him. Yes. You're like, you need some help fighting your evil exes. I'm down, man. I'm a fucking team player. Use me as a shield. That's what he does. That's our tactics. He just grabs you by the fucking back flaps, and he's like, no one can get through me. I got a Brendo shield. So that's <laughs> how you fucking, that's how you do your research, man. You read some Scott Pilgrim comics? Yes. What else? What other comics you got? Um, well, I, I've been reading um, the new Spike comic from Brian Lynch. Spike, man, like fucking Snoopy's hippie cousin? No, well, that would be cool. Oh, he should have his own comic book. Work on it, man. That'd be cool. But no, call Spike. Call Charles Schultz. Spike the vampire. Call Charles M. Schultz. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll call him up. He's, he's, he's in heaven. Wait, what? Charles Schultz. What are you talking about? He's dead. When did this happen? Several years ago. Are you being serious? Ten years ago. Oh, commercial over. I got to What? This really happened? He died a long time ago. <sighs> um, Golden Apple Comics is a good comic book store. Um, they have comics. I'm sorry, I'm kind of my world is shook. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh, I got you, <laughs> folks. You were scared for a second. Where did you get these fine comics, Brendo? At Golden Spike. Apple Comics. And Golden Apple Comics, yes, folks, Golden Apple Comics, serving Hollywood and the surrounding areas for over 35 years and now serving you on the internet check out goldenapplecomics.com for all your comic book needs and they've, statues and statues they've got japanese statues. shirts they've got japanese do they really can we sh- i don't have, know if we should claim that they have they like japanese, japanese green lantern shirts all right they've got a japanese green lantern shirt they've got trade paperbacks they've got uh action figures they've got minibus they've got everything you need at a price ready to move Ladies and gentlemen, so head on over to goldenapplecomics.com. Give them your hard-earned ducats or your ill-got gains. You know what I mean? I got Brent? lots of those ill-got gains. Oh, Brendo, all his gains are ill-gotten, Brendo. He'd just be robbing people and shit. He's like, give me your money. I need to buy some stuff at Golden Apple Comics. Yes. We don't condone that, but we do condone Golden Apple Comics. Check them out. Because I'm a fucking dork, I like bags and boards. Because I'm a fucking dork, I like bags and boards. Because I'm a fucking dork, I like bags and boards. Because I'm a fucking dork, I like bags and boards. Because I'm a fucking dork, I like bags and boards.
and boards because I'm a fucking dog. My comic book collection gives me an erection. What? And welcome to Bag and Board. I am Matt Cohen. How is everyone doing tonight? Uh, First, I want to thank you all for listening. Of course, as always, I didn't have many friends in high school and shit. I didn't get laid much. Got a lot of hand jobs when I was like 14, but that kind of dried up. So I should have appreciated it more. But anyway, I want to thank you for being here because, again, uh, I was a lonely teenager. So you were listening to Bag and Boarded. Last week, we had on uh, Mr. Aaron Douglas from Battlestar Galactica. It was fracking awesome, of course. And now we're, we're going back to our new uh, version 3.0 thing, which is a Brave and the Bold show, as I like to call it. No audience. We're here at the Spawn Castle, but it's fucking... Late night, we don't got a crowd, we're just chilling out. There might be some Jimmy Moore in the house, and I'm just going to be chatting with some friends for an hour or so about some funny shit, you know what I mean? No interview. Uh, you may or may not know the person, but this is how it goes. So we'll switch off every episode with one of these, and to kick it off in a grand style, I am very pleased to welcome back a gentleman who did, I think, like the third, maybe the third or fourth live show that I did at this theater. Uh, you know him, you love him, most of you had sex with him, most of you regret it. Mr. Sean DePascal, what up, dude? What's going on? How are you, man? It's weird not having applause. What? It's weird not having applause. You can just imagine oh, yeah, it. There applause. you go. Now, there we go. That's just imagine it in your, I'm sure you, you don't, I have a, uh, I have like a laugh track kind of orchestra thing in my mind at all times, so I don't, I build my own sound bites. That's why you had no friends when you were a kid. Yeah, because I was busy being like, yes. score from Indiana, like every time I got up and shit, it would be like slow-mo John Woo music and shit, you know? You would, you would say something funny and then pause for laughter, I, even exactly. though there was no reason to. I would pause for a beat and then look at everyone, or like if I would make, I, if I made a callback joke, I would go callback and everyone would just kind of stare at me and be like, we're in ninth grade math class. You know what? I still go, call back. See, so, you're in ninth grade math class. That's why I have no friends. Uh, what's going on, dude? You did an episode with uh, with uh, Mike McMillan from True Blood. You, yes. You worked on the Lucid the comic with him, right? Lucid. Yeah, you, I lettered it. You are a comic book letterer. Well. Nerd alert, everybody. Nerd alert. Yes, I'm a comic book letterer, and very quickly, for people that don't know what a comic book letterer is. A nerd, I just fucking said it. <clears throat> is a nerd, <laughs> yes, who manages to figure out a way to get paid by putting the word balloons and words onto the comic. It's literally one of the easiest He's a dude who does the word balloons, man. Yeah, I it's mean. It's fun, though. I don't mean, undersell it, man. I mean, look, man, it's fun. When, when you get to, like, there are design e- okay. a page. There, nice. there are easier jobs. I'm think, I'll think Jello tester, boom. Easier. That can't be fucking tough. I mean, yeah, you would not like Jello by the end of that shit or, like, maybe a few months in, but that's not really physically or mentally consuming. That's true. You had to, like, be awake and vigilant and shit. Yeah, but, I mean, I can also watch TV and be in my underwear while I do it. I feel like Jell-O testers can do that, too. <laughs> they might not encourage it at Jell-O headquarters USA, but I feel like they can get away with it. Uh, so, no, dude, you're a comic book letterer, amongst other things. You're a comic book writer. I'm a writer You're also. a rec- recently published comic book fucking uh, writer. Yeah, we have a book. Uh, my or writing a couple part- books, right? A couple books. My writing partner, Rob, and I wrote a kid's graphic novel based on a pitch that we were given by... Um, the publisher, uh, Arcana Comics, and uh, it was given to this amazing artist, um, uh, Liesl Adams. And it's what you're talking about, Pixies, and right? it's called Pixies, yeah. And it's <clears throat> not the fucking band, folks. Not the band. No, you it's should do that, like a Frank Black like comic, a Pixies comic. Yeah, 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 that'd be cool too. Like cutesy adventures um, of little Pixies. But this is like, I mean, it turned out the art is unbelievable. The, the artist is a professional storyboard artist out of Canada, so it, it looks. It like looks a Disney like Disney. Cartoon. It looks like Disney shit, man. Yeah. It really does. It's and dope. Harper Collins picked it up. They're going to distribute and it. And that's classy. It's like sick. I feel like you it's get blowjobs and champagne when that happens. You do, but. Classy blowjobs. Classy blowjobs. Like tuxedos, the whole nine, you know no what I mean? No spitting. What? Which, 
No spitting. No, they spit, but into like a golden goblet encrusted in jewels. And then they hand it off to like a servant and he takes it to some third world country where they build a shrine and worship it for years. So I made notes. It's classy. Oh, okay. Let me hear your notes, man. I made notes. This is cute. I, I did homework. It's this cute. Adorable, it's cute. Right? You're adorable. I drove back. I was in Vegas for the last four days and got here like That's an right. hour ago. You had ago. a story. Do you want to do your story first? Well, okay. Vegas thing? Real quick. I, I've just been running this. I've been running this by people in my life. It's not a Vegas story, but I had this thought process on my way back from Vegas. I, the night before I left, I watched a documentary on Hulu called The Rock of Fire Explosion. Oh, I have that. I could have given that about, to you. Okay, so you've seen it. I've seen it. Holy Michael shit. Michael McMillan gave it. You're the me. most informed person I've talked to about this. Yes. Thing. The main guy... I who, went to Showbiz okay, Pizza so as there's, a child. There's a guy... It's about... the um. If you folks don't know what Showbiz Pizza was, it was like Chuck E. Cheese. It was a pizza place with games and they had those fucking animatronic rock band robots and shit. So this is about people who years, like but, decades... Oh, 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 oh. It was not like Chuck E. Cheese. It Dude, was not. It I mean, literally it was like Chuck E. Cheese in the sense that there's pizza and robots, but it was literally so much better. Homie, there they, was they literally music. they were so. Didn't you watch the documentary? They literally rebranded it as Chuck E. Cheese and I it know, stayed the same. But it's not the same. All right, all right. Trust me. You're like, oh, I know why you like that I'm doc like that so much. Guy okay. That, Speaking yes. of that guy, there's like a weird Southern guy who's like the biggest collector in the world. He spent. It doesn't say how much money, but the dude spent more than he could afford to yes. recreate a recreate uh, a replica of the thing. And he's he was, a lower middle class guy. And he was like, "Hey, he got tattoos, and he was bald, and he talked like this." And then at one point, I was like, "All right, well, that's a sad, lonely guy, but whatever, he's doing his thing." And I kind of felt bad for him. And then they introduce you to his wife. Yes, Sean, she's retarded, right? She's retarded. Like, no, 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 no not retarded. Like, oh man, that's so retarded. Like, she's a mentally, Literally, she's a mentally she's handicapped mentally adult, and that led me to and. Yes. And instantly I got fucking nauseous. I was like, you that's the most bad. predatory thing yes. I've ever heard of. And here's my weird fucking tangent. Is it legal for a person of in- average intelligence to marry a mentally handicapped person? Because they can't consent. I'm going to say yes. They're because not- they can. Because no, because a mentally handicapped person if they can't be like, able to take care of themselves, which clearly she was She was a higher marry. level yes. functioning. So she's, it was like that. Remember the movie where the two retarded people got married? The other sister? Yes. The greatest movie ever made. They got jobs too, dude. He has a job. She he likes pizza. Has kids. Yeah. That's a fucking job. It's man. an amazing film. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. film. If you, you haven't, haven't seen, seen it. it, and even if you know nothing about Showbiz Pizza, and the fact that it's streaming on Netflix. Oh, I, I thought you were I, talking I, about the other sister. I was like, go see oh. that. <laughs> Giovanni Rubisi and Julia That's Lewis like amazing. retarding it up and shit. But they don't go full retard. What do you, they enough. go fucking quadruple yeah, retard. It's like they've, they go, they go, they've never met a retarded person or seen one in real life and just kind of guessed it in the mirror one day. They were like, um, I think that's an approximation of what a retarded person would sound like. I wouldn't get, hello, I love you. Like, and Julia Lewis already sounds mildly retarded. Yeah, good call. So, yeah. you know, that, see, like, that wasn't that like, far of a stretch. Well, like, like in, in my first Dawn, she looks at Quentin Tarantino, she goes, Reggie. Well, you do me a favor, eat my pussy for me, please. <laughs> and it's like she's two steps away from being mentally retarded. Like, she could have possibly hit her head right I mean, have you heard scene. the 40 licks? Boom, yeah. inside joke. All right, give me your right. notes, dude. All right, here's my notes. Let me with your fancy fucking okay. notes. Okay, so my first note was recently I shaved my beard. Which, okay. Which, okay. Was shocking. <clears throat> shocking. And, and, and in fact, there are pictures available on my Twitter account because... As I shaved, you my did the beard. Hitler mustache. Every Jew does yes, the Hitler fucking I did. mustache. But here's what I wanted to talk about. And you're like, I'm an asshole. I'm Hitler. No, but it's no, our way of getting no, back. No, no, fuck Hitler. It's the fucking chaplain. Okay, it's the chaplain mustache. And the fact that we give Hitler so much power by being like, oh, it's the Hitler stash, and you can't have a little mustache, blurry nose, because then you're Hitler. Fuck that. 
Charlie Chaplin had it. Who wants to be fucking Charlie Chaplin oh, for that? pounding on Let doors fucking here. pound away. Right. Who wants to be Charlie what Chaplin What if there was a zombie uprising right now and we're just here talking about fucking I have, mustaches? I feel like how much... How, I feel like we've got enough... We've, <laughs> we have enough party favors to <laughs> last us like a night or two. Um, that's what's happening. You know I'm what I'm saying? Hockey I feel like we could have some fun in here, but... Okay, but here's my... Here's my I only. would want the zombie outbreak to be... I would want it to be like, not a zombie outbreak, like a zombie skirmish. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit's over soon. Yes. And everyone's like, like maybe a third of the population died. Nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then everyone's like, where were you when it happened? And we were like, we were in the fucking smog castle. Yeah. Doing a podcast. We were talking about Hitler. And like, and you, and we'll put the podcast up online and people will be like, what's that noise in the background? Just be like, because the zombies are trying to get in the door and shit. Well, it'll get very meta when we start talking about a possible zombie uprising. And then while there's a zombie, uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, all, right. all Saturday's going so out the window. Go. My next one. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Or do you have any thoughts on the chaplain? Um, I'm not a Charlie Chaplin enthusiast. Like, I almost like Hitler more than I do like Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin kind of sucks. Wow. Like, I'm not. I'm just you not. Can only say that because you're Jewish. Yeah, totally. I'm not a physical okay. comedy guy. You know what I mean? Like, when Charlie Chaplin's doing his thing, Groucho Marx is only like ten years away from doing his fucking thing, and that's why I'm not a Chaplin fan. Because, like, I don't know. No substitutions, exchanges, or refunds. I don't even understand what that means. Groucho Marx. All right, man. No substitution? I was on to Charlie Chaplin. But no, I, I was All never right. I was never Charlie Chaplin. Yes, I think it's fucked up. I don't but, think it's fucked up that we give the power what, to Hitler? Yeah, but it's like, but fuck yeah, dude. Like, if, I, a swastika is a, like, I was watching Idiot Abroad, the Carl Pilkington doc, and they were in yeah. India, and there were swastika banners up. And, like, instinctively, you're like, what the fuck? And then you remember, oh, shit, yeah, that predates Hitler by, like, thousands of years. But Hitler was fucked up enough to ruin that shit for, right. how many Hitlers have you met, bro? Like no. Jerry Hitler. No. There had to have been other I mean, Hitlers in the be, world. But they all changed their name. There was a statistic. I'm totally butchering the numbers, but it's just for the... For the it's going to be fake. It, yeah, yeah. No, it was like New York... Ladies and it gentlemen, was like New York, about to It was like you. um, New York City phone book, phone page, yellow pages from like 1938. There were like 47 people with a surname Hitler. And then in 1939, there were none. Like every Hitler in the world immediately changed their names. I would. Yeah. You wouldn't rock. You wouldn't rock. You wouldn't try to take it back. Well, if I was Jew well, no. If I was born me Jewish and like my mom married a guy whose last name was Hitler, I would totally rock it. I'd be like, yeah, I'm Sean Hitler, and I'm, in fact, I would be <laughs> Sean Hitler. Sean Hitler sounds like Hitler's like preppy cousin who wears like a lot of sweaters and stuff, and like you know what I mean. Goes to like OK Go concerts and so, shit. Hitler, why do we have to kill all the Jews today? I feel like you would. Effeminate. I feel like you wouldn't even be German. No, you'd be like, hey, buddy. You'd be like a Southern Californian, like like a therapist or some shit. You'd be like New Wavy and stuff. Southern Californian. Yeah, yeah. Relative. All right. So my next, my next thing, and this is gonna work out because my third list item will dovetail into our special guest. Uh oh, no, it won't, motherfucker. You don't get to control this shit, I'm bitch. It will if you wanted to. I don't want it to. We've been talking for, dude. Fine, then it won't. Then you know what? I'm gonna see this shit. That's my hand on the steering wheel. You could, <laughs> dude, smoke a bowl, fucking go fishing, eat a sandwich. But I got this shit. Is we there time for a sandwich, yeah, dude. There's time for fucking three sandwiches, but only three. Because four would be pushing it. Okay. Um, right, so here's my next thing. Ready? Well, and, and okay, I'm going to no, be really angry. Okay, go for it. For a minute. I'm going to kill your segue. I'm just letting you know. You can kill the segue because <laughs> I'm not going to get to it until you start to move on. Copy I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to jump Oh, on. we're getting See, inside we have, baseball. Chemistry here. Hit me, dude. Okay. People that don't respond to your text messages. Who, me? Anyone. That's me. Anyone. That's no, I'm saying that's you. Do the, I am you that. Do I am the that king person. of that okay. fucking person. Well, then good. I can direct this directly Please. at you. I mean, and, I don't text you that often. And this is my. Because one time I texted you and you never texted back, and I was like, here's my theory, though. And this will be good because it's, it'll be a soapbox for me to kind of give my views on okay, the whole thing because after. Because I want to hear what the opposing view is. So Hit here's, me, dude. Here's, here's this side's view. Okay. Fuck you. You always have your phone. 
You always have it. You can never tell me that you don't have your phone. You can't say, oh, I, my, I, I, don't, I misplaced it. Bullshit. Because if for one second you actually misplaced your phone, you, like everyone else, is like, oh my God, I misplaced my phone. I'm going to die. So it's bullshit. So you want to hear the counterpoint? It's avoidance. You want to hear the counterpoint? Please. I'm an asshole and don't care. Okay. That's literally, that's literally like I see a text and I'm like, oh, I'll get to that eventually. Like, dude, I have 17 voicemails right now that I haven't responded to. It's not unacceptable because the people in my life, sh- the people in my life who've known me well, long enough and well enough know that it's not avoidance. It's me being fucking me kind of. Okay. Take and it it's away accepted. From you. Let's take it away from you for a minute. If it's a business thing, yes. text I, the girl? Forget a business thing. A business is different. That because that's also is like, well, it's busy, whatever. What no, about that when you text I always the girl that you that you just met, right? That okay. You don't... Which happens to me all the time. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Of course, it happens. To of everybody. course, no, I mean, dude, I was I was kidding. Bullshit. I don't leave my apartment. <laughs> no, I know you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's no girls going on here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, it's the point is is it's. Everyone knows that you're getting the text. Yeah, there's I know. No, like, there's, it's if, not like back if in the day I where didn't you know like, that, oh, my beeper didn't go off. If I didn't know that, then there would be like a counterpoint. Like, oh, you know, like I'm too busy or I leave my phone on silent or know. blah, blah, blah. I, I know every fucking time. So then we can avoid, we, we can, let's, let's set it in stone and say that if you send a text message to someone and they don't get back to you, they are flat out avoiding you. There is no if, and, or but no, about that. No, not at all. Why? Because what? You just said. But it's like, not ah, about avoidance. It. It's about time management in my mind. It's like, I'm going to talk to that person at some point in my the fucking... Peanut gallery is fucking... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond like to that. Oprah. I'm going to respond to that person at some point. Like, I'm not cutting them out of my life based on me not answering back that text. Hmm. So it's just a matter of being like, all right, I know the information they wanted to get to me. When I feel it's an res- appropriate time to respond or I feel like I can add to the situation, I will. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what? You've just convinced me I'm not going to respond to anyone's text. Well, it's not about not responding to anyone's text. Not only that, I'm not responding to anything It's about not responding to everything automatically because that's what you're supposed to do because people are expecting it kind of. Yeah, because fuck what people expect, right? It's like, well, it's also like a nap a lot. Like, people don't, like, I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? You can't always expect me to be near my phone. Genuinely, like, there's times where people... Because it's like, I nap a lot. I mean, shit. Well, that's, that's, that's a part of it. So then I'd use that as, I build that into an excuse thing. Like you said, there's no excuse. I got a billion excuses. I, know you do. I still pull the no fucking service thing. Like, what? I never got your text. Right. And, and that's the biggest lie. People go with it. People seem to go with it. Because, well, and I'll tell you why people go with it. I go with it because what's the point of, at the end of the day, like, I'm, what am I going to confess? So, like, just hit me up on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, there, there are better ways well, to get in touch with me. That's the weird thing. Throw some weed in the air. That's like, I'll my, be there. That's my other like, favorite thing is when people. I love when like you call someone and they don't answer and then like a minute later they tweet. Well, yeah, there's that. And I love that. I mean, there's all that, that shit. See, that I do though. That I do intentionally because I guess I'm also- Do you do, the, do you do fake phone shit to avoid talking to people? All the time. That's a move I I don't do. like to talk to people in person. I really don't. I'm good when I'm like, you know, being like, ha oh, oh, uh, I'm goofy. But like when it comes to just like talking. To <laughs> oh, you're good when you're on a Benny Hill fucking reunion? <laughs> yes. You're I'm like, I'm good when I'm waving my hands and I'm all silly. Yes. If, if there's, if that music plays, I'm really silly. Oh, dude, I'm, that's, 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 I go on my zone. <laughs> that's like my fucking um, final countdown. Like yes. the guy who wrote yes. the Benny Hill thing is my Europe, if that yes. makes any sense. Oh, dude, I get in the zone. Yeah. Half a chubby, like I'm ready to play football and or like race chase around race war or chase around chicks in bikinis. Yeah, chicks yeah. While a cop's like running after you, like a bobby cop. Yeah, they're always cop. hippie chicks with like flowers painted on yeah. their pits and shit. Always. And then and then sometimes he didn't seem like a hippie though. He was like and a seven year old. They would run the other way, and the girls would have the bobby hats on, and the bobbies would be topless. But he was like a W.C. Fields fucking fat bulldog looking yeah. motherfucker. He wasn't a hippie. Nope. 
He was just like, I like hippie chicks. He was, he was what every casting agent is now, where he's just like, I'm famous. Bring me the hottest like, women and make them topless, and they'll run after me. Yeah, he was joking. Like, That's a bit. And he's, he's like, like it's a bit. We got great music. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I'll run into a door and I'll come out another door, and it'll be crazy. You'll be like, how could that be possible? The how do you sell it? How do you, you could not sell a bit like that now. Like if you went to someone, you were like, I want to do a sketch show, and every episode is going to end with me running around all crazy in and out of doors, and crazy music plays, and there's like cops. I feel like enough time has passed where I want that. Well, you want it, but I'm I would love an that. Executive no, I mean, like, like that? that doesn't make any like, sense. It's like, like Tim and Eric. Shit cycles, like 80 steps becoming popular again. We're going to get to a time where we need a television show that yeah, ends in just nonsense fucking. Um, we didn't touch on something else about you, sir, that we did, excuse me, we did touch on something the first time we chatted with yes. you, and we never followed up on it. You're from Florida, right? Yes. How long have you been Florida. in LA? Flor- wow, Florida. Wow, am I supposed to fucking say it? Florida? It ends with an A. How did I say it? Florida. Bullshit. You, can we take the tape back? Derek, is that oh, is I Derek? Confirmation. Derek, you want to confirm that? Yeah. I Lord, said Florida. Florida. All right. Well, that's hey, I don't respond to texts. I say Florida. We've you know, I'm not a good a person, person, folks. Yeah, like I never, I never claim to be a saint. Uh so so you're from Florida, yeah. and you've been out in LA for how long now? Uh, almost two years. What brought you out here? Um. I want to I want to write television and this is the place you got to go to do that. I mean, I've been writing comics on my own and doing the lettering which was paying bills and making me, you know, feel like I was accomplishing something, but I want to write TV. And I mean, since I've been out here, I've worked, you know, as a PA on two shows and it's afforded me this last show that I worked on the um the Malcolm McDowell thing, right? <laughs> no, I just worked on a pilot. Okay, with you told Amy me about Acker. that. Uh, from Angel okay. and Buffy. Well, not I maybe she wasn't on Buffy, but from Angel and Firefly or uh, uh, what was it, Dollhouse? She was oh, right. on she, Joss know. Whedon alumni. Yeah, and it's about these two cops that have to go to. Uh, I'm not a 13 year old girl. I wouldn't know. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I, would, I lost half my fan base right yes, there. You did. There's certain things I can't. I like. I have to say, but ladies I can't. and gentlemen, when you abandon this podcast, I'm not a Whedon. I'm going to start a I podcast. Like, I, like, I love Joss. I Whedon. enjoy Firefly, but like <laughs> Frey and Buffy, I can do. I like the Buffy movie. That's why I'm a weird oh. guy. Christy Swanson, Luke Perry. The other half of your fans just click Come off. Come on, yeah. That's no, funny. a lot of people just got, like, we're like, fuck, I gotta, they clicked off to put in the Buffy movie on their DVD players because it's a, it's an unappreciated gem. Um, uh, so, anyway, you came from Florida, you came from Florida to LA to break into film. What did you do when you initially got out here, sir? <laughs> Okay. Is that the f- okay? But is this for the first thing you did? No, when you got the out first here? thing. The first thing I did is I had no job for like six months. Then I worked. I went to one of those agencies that like temp agency. Yeah, I did yeah. that too. And they made me take a typing test. They were yeah, like, "You're a fast I did, typer." Like I, I, I was like, "I never chart. even knew that." The guy literally came in and was like, "I want to." This is an amazing. You score. now own this company. Yeah, like, dude. yeah, he's like, "Why don't you own a company? What are you doing?" So they got me a job working uh, at the front desk of a doctor's office at the Beverly, at the uh, what is it, Cedar Sinai. Okay. And um, so I did that for a while and, you know, it, it was a good job. And then I had to, when they, when the, when like the temp part was up, they wanted to hire me full time and they were like, yeah, so we love you and you're doing a great job and we really want to hire you. And, um, you know, you just got to take a drug test and then you're hired. And I was like, perfect fucking timing. Man. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh, Right. When when do you want me to take it? And they're like, well, here's just go right now, right across the street. 
So that was the end of that job. Because <laughs> Did you tell them? like? I told them. I was just like, look, man. I was like, I moved to California and I smoke weed. And, and they're like, well, do you have a medical marijuana card? And I didn't at the time. And I said, no. If you did, you can get away with it? Turns out, <coughs> wow. yes. If I had had one, I could have. Does that apply argument. for all jobs in California? Okay. So uh, you got into film. You're working in a doctor's office. At one point, you stumbled into what many people would call a dream job. But myself so included. Not. so not. Or not, maybe not a dream job, but definitely something I think I would want to experience. Yes. For like a week in my life, maybe. Yes, that's exactly. For just what it storytelling was. and like, you know what I mean? Like I did that. Fuck, I did that. Yes. So okay. What did you do, man? So I I drove porn stars around. How did how did that work? So the out. way that worked. You have to wear a cap. I'm so there's yes, so many you questions. Have wear, you have to wear a cap. And no. Davin and shit. Davin, yeah, you have, yeah. Because my, I'm, I make it Jewish. I make everything Jewish. Yeah, yeah. You had to, you had to, you had to dip water in front of the car and shit. Seat on and yeah, the little box. Yeah, it was very, very Jewish. Yeah, it's very Jewish. Um, uh, no, okay. So here's how it happened. So, um, I lost that job. And then I was babysitting twin nine months old for a while, and I was like, I can't do. This However, anymore. this leads to porn is disturbing me right now. No, and then I get. A call. I hope this cleans up. Okay, thank you. Totally you next up. time, don't include I'm the nine month. Work. Next time, don't include the two nine month olds well, in this story. Understand that it's a weird little segue that kind of takes your brain away for a second. I went second. from taking care of babies to taking care of bigger naked babies. Okay. Okay. So it's important to understand. Right on. That makes sense, dude. It's yeah, true. yeah. Um. Okay. So. This girl that was like my ex-girlfriend's... Don't call people friend. I want to have sex with babies. That just makes it creepy. Well, Bigger naked porn chicks. Porn there you chicks, go. All right. Sure. That makes it less... Um, so this girl that, that was a, a friend, girlfriend of my ex-girlfriend calls me out of the blue one day. We'd been, I hadn't spoken to her in like two years since I'd broken up with my ex. This chick calls me and she's like, hey, I'm coming to California. And I signed with an agent. And I'm like, Neat. And then she, I don't hear from her for like two, three weeks. And then she calls me one day and she's like, hey, I'm out here and I need you to come pick me up. I'm having a really bad time. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's going on? What happened with the agent? What's going on? She's like, oh, I left my agent. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, what kind of agent? What do you Did mean? Did you think she was like acting? I didn't know what okay. was going on. Yeah, yeah. So I, she's like, please, please. She's crying. Just come pick me up. So I go, I pick her up. I'm like, what's going in on? In the valley, I'm sure, in the right? Valley. Okay. Everything did, is anything, in the did anything click on your way there where you're like, agent, yes. valley, as as the, girl in distress in the middle of the day? The valley, I was like, uh oh. Okay. And then I got there and she gets in the car and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, I'm a porn star. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I signed with this agent and I'm a porn star now because here's the first thing you have to understand. As soon as they decide they're gonna fuck on camera, they're porn star. In their their porn star. stars. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no like like there's no porn actors. I have met one girl who's like I'm 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 a porn starlet. Like I'm just a girl who's in porn. Like she's I've like, never even heard who that. Won't call herself a porn star because it's a ridiculous. There's at this four porn stars in the world. Yeah, but at this point, I think I honestly think porn star is the appropriate term for anyone acting in porn because that's really? what it's become. Because everyone calls himself a fucking porn star. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean... I, like, yeah, yeah, back in the day, the, the word porn star existed because there were only, like, five people in fucking porn. Right. Now there's, like, <clears throat> 80 billion. Right. Like, there's some state somewhere pumping out porno actors that I don't know about. Um, it's... I'll tell you the state. Ohio. It's Ohio. Indiana. Because my Kentucky, friend, no, I know enough, too. is from Cleveland. Right on. Um, originally, and she, then she moved down to But, Florida. like, every day, there's, like, I just imagine, like... Coach buses full of fucking porn stars, like hopping off at like fucking La Brea and fucking Fairfax and some shit, and just descending, Actually, scattering into Hollywood or whatever. What I was told is is ninety percent of the recruiting is done on MySpace, even to this day, still done on MySpace. Oh. I know, I dude, and that's the thing. Without, I mean, I, f I think I've touched on this before, and it's always mildly creepy, but like I know a lot about porn. 
in the sense, yes, like in the sense of like, yes, I'm a fan of the thing, but I'm also friends with like a bunch of porn stars. Like right. I know, I know yeah, the know in- Katie Morgan, I know the I inner mean, workings you know. of the industry and shit. Sure. Like I know, you know what I'm saying. I know that kind of stuff. So I, I, I think, I think it's something a lot of people don't necessarily. They just assume. I, I think it's, I think it's a lot more interesting in each individual case than it may let on. You know what I mean? Why someone got into porn? Like I don't think it's so fucking blanket. It's pretty well, blanket. it's pretty blanket. All right, so, so no, tell me about your, but that's your thing. So tell me about your experience because maybe I only know chicks who got into it for for different reasons. Here's the yeah, experience yeah. that I've seen, and 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 keep in mind, most of my friends who are porn stars are also retired now, and well, like they're in their early thirties and you shit. You know, girls that were in it in a different time. The girls that I met, totally. um, I would say the the ninety five eighteen to twenty that I met were eighteen to twenty two at, at oldest, and um had all been in it for I mean at max maybe three four years months. Oh, through that at, long, at and that was like because people don't even really do that long anymore i mean well because what happens i mean i mean dude where to start why are you like, fucking sign like that? because there's <laughs> like, like there's <sighs> so many things wrong with what's going on in that industry and well, and you. a lot of it stems from the girls because the girls like if i was gonna be a porn star okay knowing what i know now it's like i would decide i want to have sex on film for money i want to do it because i want x amount of money to accomplish X goal in and my get and get out of that's the get in the, get out. The people I know did that. That's, they did it for that and reason. That's the only way also you they like it. having sex and they don't mind fucking on camera. It's fine. That but, also but always the other helps. shit has to be there. And 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 I would say ninety percent of the girls that I met did not have. That. I feel like they if you fuck, don't, if and then you they're don't like. Have, Literally, I saw girls turn down six hundred dollar jobs, and I'm like, "But if you fuck for money, then why are you?" Turning it's, that but down? it's like anything, though, dude. It's 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 about having an end game. It does. It's not porn. It's any industry, and it's you have to kind of know where you're going with something, otherwise, you get lost up in the mix, and you find yourself that many years later, not you know what I mean, just stuck kind of. You whatever. do, and the fa- and the fact that there's a lot of psychological shit happening in to these girls while they're doing all of this because there is no girl that that's not affected by it on some level psychologically um, see i think i'm more of like a rah rah porn enthusiast than you are like i I'm think a porn enthusiast. i think for, but i, I just saw a lot. i think but i think for, and you had personal experiences and i want to i want to talk yeah. about that right now but i think for a lot of people it's totally a positive it, it's a positive experience overall like I, you know what i mean i really do that's i mean i don't know i i would i like I think there are Listen, people who get in and get out clean, man. I really, I really do, and then have normal fucking lives and I have kids and families I, I and have a good amount of money. I, I, I had long conversation with at least thirty different girls in the eight months that I was driving. Okay, and of those thirty girls, it might be a different time now, man. There were almost none that, on the surface, they all were like, "Yeah, it's great. I love having sex. I love getting fucked." But then, as soon as you start to like really talk to them, you can see like all of the things that like. Are that if you could unfuck up those things in their brain, then they would suddenly be like, "I don't want to do this." See, no, dude, I I completely so, I completely disagree so with you. I completely like I almost take offense in a weird way. Really, I don't think you have to be a fucked up person to, I, to do porn. I don't think you have. I don't to think be you have to be damaged person. at all. No, like, I don't think, I don't think, be, I, don't think I don't think every I don't think every porn chick porn. was molested. I don't think every no. porn chick wasn't hugged enough. Like, I think there are certain there are normal, happy, well-adjusted people working in porn. Yes, but a lot of the girls that are in and out. Or not that way. Okay, so tell me about your fucking personal um, experiences. So, well, you, so I mean, you know, after that, did you get so, hired? Like, so you so picked up that chick happened, that one I day. This, literally, I picked this chick up that day. That night, she's like, "Drive me to this house," so, and I go to this apartment in Woodland Hills, and there's these like two dudes there and these like three other girls, and like the girls are all like half naked and running around, and there's coke on the table, and you know, and 
porn shit. Yeah, it's porn. Shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's awesome. There's weed. It's great. No, yeah, yeah. It's great. It was an awesome Fantastic. time. And I walk in and like I'm kind of chilling, you know, and 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 she's like, you know, introducing me around everybody. And then this dude just goes, you know, do you want to? I was looking for a job at the time, you know, because I hated my job that I was doing with the kids. And, uh, and, and, and she was like, hey, my butt, you know, he's been looking for work. Do you guys need drivers? And the dude goes, you want to drive my wife to a job tonight? And I'm like, now? And he's like, yeah, you want to drive her? And I'm like, mm, okay, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, I'll pay you. He's like, pay a hundred bucks and gas and whatever. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and then if you stay there and you wait for her to finish, he's like, when <clears throat> you bring her home, she'll, you know, tip you out. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. I had literally no money. I was like, I mean, I was broke. Like my roommate was paying my rent broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was like, yeah. I wonder what, what weird kind of trades you're have to make to get that scenario going. Oh man, he's just—he <laughs> saved my life. Right on. He literally—I mean, he three months he paid for my. You don't rent. have to take my dirty jokes and turn them into heartfelt. Shit, I'm going man. to. All right, go for it. Okay. So you were so the dude's like so you pick do you take that chick out that night? You go. So I shake her that night. She she's like, all right, let me go get ready. She goes and gets ready, and she calls the you know whoever she's going to see, and she she's let me go get ready, and she goes and gets ready, and she comes out. Let's go. I drive her. I've never met this girl in my life. She gets in my car. We start talking. I drive her all the way down there. She's a very nice girl, um, and then you know she does whatever, and then pick her up. She hands me a bunch of money, and that was it. And I was like, this is awesome. I want to do this all the time because. I'm a writer, so the fact it's that I have the freedom, shit. It's it, like being a cab driver, dude. Yes, it, oh, I mean, and 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 I've I but to I, the like nth you, degree. It's like I'm being a cab driver on tax gap confessions. Well, and like you, I've always had a fascination with. I mean, I you know, I whatever. I watch pornography, but like, but I've there's something a, deep. There's something deeper than just jerking off for me. I mean, I'm fascinated you know by I'm the saying? whole business. Yes, and the, I'm, fascinated I'm fascinated by the, by the business. Girls, Absolutely. I want to know about it. I mean, and that I I I attribute all that to because I'm a writer and I just like to know about people. Totally. You know, someday I'll write a grand porn epic. Absolutely. Uh, and it'll be awesome quadruple nipples and shit like <laughs> yes just alien chick races um so you so so you immediately started driving chicks around at that point like it was off to the fucking races kind of pretty much i mean like the next day like it took actually a little bit of effort on my part i had a i had to call the guy and the next day and be like so i, I still want to drive i want to drive and he was like all right you know and then a couple days went by and then he called and he was like there's a girl pick her up at the airport bring her to this hotel and I went, picked this girl up, and you know she was like, "Fucking!" She gets in my car, and she looks like a baby. And I'm like, "Keep oh, hey, stay away from that." You went, there, you went there again to the baby thing. But I have a 21 year old sister. This girl is 18. 21 year olds aren't babies, That's man. A, 18 is four a baby. year olds aren't babies. She stay away like from the word baby. Well, she was an infant. This she chick looked like she was 12 years old. Right on. And I'm like, "Hi, what's your name?" You know, and she's like, and she's like, uh, she goes. You know, well, um, I, what do I tell you? My real name or my fake name? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care, dude. I, I honestly don't. I'm like, whatever you're comfortable with, you know? And she's like, well, I want to keep them separate because, you know, I, I, I'm not going to do this forever. And, and I don't, I want. <laughs> you're my, like, my, my car is running. My real name is my real name and my fake name is my fake name. And and I'm like, okay. So she tells me her name and, and you know, whatever. And I'm like, that's cool. And I, and I drive her to this hotel she gets in this hotel and she she's like, now what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm hanging out. out. Bye. And she turned on the TV. She she's like a dog. Like she, you just turn on the lights and leave some water. She like. got like suddenly homesick and was like so like sad all of a sudden. It was it was it was very. Strange. Oh, it's not. It, we're. I think we're good. Uh, yeah, some fucking knocking, dude. Yeah. It's that chick. She's pissed. You're telling her story. No, dude, it's the zombies. Um, I want to hit you with the fucking the, the hit list questions that anyone would initially Please. ask you, Please. real quick, hot hot fire style. Do you ever get to fuck these chicks? 
Yes. Blowjobs and shit like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the that's way the everyone, job, That's everyone's first the question. The way the job ended is when you start taking blowjobs instead of money to drive girls around, and then you go back to not being able to pay your Yeah, rent. then you don't have the rent thing again going, right? And then you're just like, <laughs> And then you're, and you're and like, like, you're like you're equating blowjobs with money. You're like, I guess half of a blowjob equals $17, and like, yes. it, you go to a it weird, dark ugly. place. Yeah. You're like, I drove you around for five hours. That's like two blowjobs worth, isn't it? Ever seen any fucked up shit? In what way? Uh, dirty or like no, everything's dirty. Up, like, I mean, like, I mean, up. I saw like four girls like like pour candle wax on each other and like no, fist each like other like and like not weird. like violent or weird or like did anything yes. ever? Uh, one time I was at a party, a porn party. It was like sponsored by this company that was releasing a thing, and I'm outside, and these two gigantic black dudes come barreling through the party, and like beat the shit out of each other like to the point where there was blood on the wall behind like the one this one dude just got this other dude on the floor in between a bench and a was, planter but it was over a, what was it over it was over a girl right on it was over a chick that counts it, it, uh, i mean and it but it was it like it was bad enough that then when like everyone pulled the dudes apart i went over to a friend of mine this chick and she was wearing this real low-cut dress and she had blood all over her tits from like him like flailing his carried out and shit. Yeah, man. it was crazy. Um uh did you ever get invited to do porn? Did anyone ever ask Every you? Every single day. Really? Every day. Do- the the guy that hired me, his first question was, Do you want to be in porn? Like, <laughs> no, I don't. And he was like, Well, you're hired. Because apparently the lot of these drivers like like They they just do it to be in I was they told want to be in porn. Girls, one girl told me, you're the first driver that didn't pull his dick out while he was driving me. And I was like, really? You're like, I saved that for later. Yeah, I was like, that's later, baby. Um, it's already out. What do you mean? You're a classy guy, Sean. I'm a classy guy. And, and, and through, it makes me feel weird. Through your exploits in porn, you've met, a lot of, you've met a lot of friends, made a lot of friends in porn. Well, that's the best part is I come out on the other side of it. Now I have like a job that I like that I actually want to do. And then like on the weekends, like you get to hang out with all your porn friends. Go hang out and have crazy weekend time. We're about to hang out with one of your porn friends right now, sir. We are. Yeah. Uh, please welcome. Take it away, man. Ashlyn Lee. Ashlyn Lee, come on up. Uh oh, everyone, everyone's clapping. There's clapping. There's I a lot of clapping clap. going on. Ashlyn, <laughs> let's see. While she she's distressed, up, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a she, little. <clears throat> I'll give you a little intro. Ashlyn and I met in a hotel room. Um, <laughs> as all of the best relationships work. Yeah, work. It wasn't as dark as it sounds. She she came in and. I think you showed your ass and complained about how sore your vagina was, and then you left. <laughs> that we happens to me nice, like three, four times a day. We had a very nice conversation outside over a cigarette. Very nice. We did. We got into a deep conversation. Yeah. That happens all the time. We can't avoid that with Sean. He's just a fucking, yeah. he's a whale of, of, uh, a a whale whale of thought. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, totally. I cry. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, Ashlyn, where are you from originally? I'm from Texas, You're Dallas from, area. How long have you been uh, in L.A.? I since December and I've been in porn since November. Okay, how old are you? Eighteen. Eighteen. So you are literally, you're literally like, like you're the the the, the, baby, a baby. (laughs) It's a baby thing again, guys. Like it's still not working for me. Uh, You're literally like that. You're you got into porn as soon as you possibly could. It sounds like right, like eighteenth birthday. No, not not quite. I was a stripper at first. Okay. (laughs) And then I was a bartender, and then I like how I went stripper bartender. Yeah, I know. Um, um, I made about the same amount of money. And this was in Texas? Yes. Okay. And then I went, yeah, my best friend was doing porn that we were friends since we were 12. And I was like, okay, I want to do it. So what, and, like, and I don't know if you heard Sean talk before, but like what, 
See, I what were your what are your reasons? Like, why why are you in porn? I don't know how other else to ask that kind of. You know I what I mean? A passion for nothing else but sex. Like, I've been addicted to sex since as long as I can remember. And when did you first have sex? When I was twelve. Okay. And I was pretty much sexually active. Was the guy older than you or the same age? Older. Okay. And um. <laughs> Then, Calm down, Sparky. You know, He's I getting just, excited. <laughs> I, no, I have questions. No, no, no. I have questions for her too. Um, I've been waiting for and this. And then, um, you know, I just, I was addicted to sex. I, I loved it. I had no, that was my only hobby. That was the only thing I did on my free time. That was the only thing I thought about. You don't watch TV you know. or anything? I mean, well, yeah, like, but I masturbate while I'm doing it, you know? Regardless of what's on, like C-SPAN or yeah, like. Yeah, oh yeah. You don't, I don't have to be, I can be watching Anything. <laughs> fucking, I love it when they, that's almost like I an love amazing. It when the ticker goes that's by. almost a great concept for a new subgenre of like fetish porn. Like it's a chick, it's you masturbating to some weird, like obscure. Like they get to pick the show. Like it's F Troop. That's what it should yeah, be. It should be. Yeah, they get to idea. pick the show. F Troop or like married with children or like yeah. yeah yeah. That's leave it to be. We should talk after. Um, <laughs> so 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 sex was the only thing you were ever into, right? And like you know you know the the mash games that you'd write on a piece of paper, yeah, yeah. where you would like choose your boyfriend <laughs> that you had or well, not you. But um, I would, would choose. choose my, you mean the fucking yeah. the? No, that's the fortune, the mash, where you like decide if you're gonna live in a mansion. Okay, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. and you pick your jobs. All of mine would be like porn star, post for Playboy, like you know all this stuff. Now, were your pa- were your was your family aware of your interest in porn? Not in my interest of porn, but they knew I was very sexually active. You know, I got caught passing sex notes in middle school, you know. What's a sex note? Sex note, oh my gosh. Is that um, like before a sex thing when you just had to write dirty shit on pieces you of just paper? Drew, yeah. You drew a picture yeah, of your dick? <laughs> You're like, want to see my cock? And then it's like, it's really check bad. Yes, <laughs> check yes, no, maybe, or Batman. And I check oh Batman every time. That's why I didn't get laid With for a like while. With like seagull looking... No, yeah, yeah. You know, no, so like, so from an early age, you had you had sex on the brain, and por- yes. and you knew. Oh, when did you first watch porn? Why, well, you know, I never really was into watching porn. You know, I she would, was actually having sex. Yeah, like I us. was just no, doing it and no, wanted to be behind a camera. And but, at what point did you become aware of the concept of like, okay, I can get paid to do this on camera? That's what I mean. When did oh, yeah. when did it go oh, from when gosh. did it go from like I love having sex to like oh shit, this is a job too. Oh, probably I probably didn't understand that until like middle school, maybe high school. That's what I mean. So, yeah. But so, but so, was there, so you knew from like let's say sixteen to eighteen that you were doing you were gonna do porn. Yes, like, I even like you were like fuck applying in school. You didn't like, apply for colleges and shit like that. You were like no. it's porn. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Were people were your friend were people in your high school aware of this? Shit? Like, were you like the slutty girl? Like, did everyone? Well, you know, see, the funny thing is, is I like never fucked anybody at my high school. But that's yet, how smart people do it. They go to but, other towns yeah, around. But yet yeah, yeah. That's what I did. Everybody knew I, I had was a girl. Everybody's shaking their head right now. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone knew I was still a slut somehow. I don't know. I guess it's just the way it's I a vibe, around. man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it's the fact that you tug on your boobs a lot and shit. I, yeah, You're constantly is. adjusting. She's always playing with her boobs. I really I know, am. So and she taking off my boobs. clothes. I'm always the first she likes one to be naked. naked. It's crazy. At like a supermarket, like it starts to get like litigious and shit. Um, so high school comes and goes and you're like, okay, you start stripping underage. Um, no, I was on my like 18th birthday. I think I went to go apply at baby dolls. Right which on. Which is a strip club. Yeah. Everyone, world famous baby dolls. Oh yeah. Okay. Free plug. Okay. Baby dolls. Um, located on the corner of. I was kidding. Yeah. Else. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, so you strip for how long? Um, you know, probably like off and on for like three months. Did you dig it? Yeah, oh, I love dancing. Was that I your first time now. getting naked in front of strangers on a consistent basis? 
She'd been having oh, sex yeah. since she was. You know what yeah, I mean? On though? a consistent basis. No, no, no. But you know oh. what I'm talking. You know. What, no, <laughs> on no, a no. No, no, no. But you've been having you've been having sex, but this was your, all the time. You've been having sex, but this was the first time kind of exposing yourself in public in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like in that, a weird way. Yeah, being the center of attention was, on stage, naked. Was yes, there a I mean, transition in your mind, or was it just fucking natural the second you jumped oh, up there? Was there ever any weirdness at all? No, no. I was nervous, but no weirdness. Did you get I naked in it. front of like large groups of friends? Before that, like, had you been naked no, around like yes. your friends? Yeah, parties and shit, you would take your clothes off. Yeah, and like, yeah, like yeah. even at my house, and my parents would have to be like, "You were that chick." I was looking for you. Like, where the fuck you you like, were you, you, like, were you in two thousand and fucking one, man? Parties I went to. You were like twelve. Yeah, I was. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, she's a baby. So, so the stripping thing, and then you go to bartending because you're like, I guess I, you probably made more money bartending almost. Yeah, I mean, like it's just yeah, the tips, the tips when I was stripping really sucked and I felt like I kind of deserved more than that. I was, you know, you're grinding your fucking pussy on all these guys. For a guys. dollar. Yeah, and I'm like, that's disgusting. Don't touch me, you know? I literally, I got a massage this weekend in Vegas and it was like, it, it was like, a, it wasn't at a casino or a hotel, it was like at a massage place and like, it was like 99 bucks or some shit for like an hour and a half massage and, and this chick off. was like rubbing the inside of my fucking ass. Like, she went crazy <laughs> and I was like, and now nice. I know what her what price is. That? is. That's a, where is that place? I know what, her, but it was like a hundred bucks. Awesome. This like that shit. Worth it. Yeah. But it was it was a weird. Did thing. she touch your like junk? No. no yes. Like, all, like like at your... one point, like okay, at one point my dick had to have popped out and there was nothing said about it. Like That's not an erection awesome. thing, but she adjusted the towel and I felt fucking air and shit. Mm, but did you ask for a happy ending? No, she was older Indian lady. Uh, um, she would have done it. I, I mean, but but here's my thing on that. She would have done it. She'd have been like, yes. But the weird thing that. about that laying there was like, okay, now this chick's like fucking rubbing the inside of my legs and now she's like rubbing my feet on her elbow and I was like, for a hundred bucks. Like I know her value kind yeah. of. Yeah. Was that was that weird for you to kind of find out your value in a sense? Like you're saying like you're rubbing your fucking junk yeah, on the dude for, for, for dollar bills and it, shit. Yeah, it made me feel gross. It, that's why that's why I went back to the bars. It, right? it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't worth it. Like I mean the raunchy motherfuckers that you get in there like they're disgusting a lot of them are sick they smell bad you know they'll they'll want you to sit there and like ride their cock you know and you're like oh yeah those assholes no, yeah. no i mean they're trying to they're trying to no, come they're trying in to their have pants. sex no, yeah, no, no they're totally. trying to come in their pants have you have it's you do they you all wear sweatpants and shit did they do the, yeah did they do the sweatpants happens, move? i make them give me oh is that yeah. true that dudes oh, wear yeah. sweatpants they so they do. can like hell yeah windbreakers dude i've never been to a strip club Oh, don't go. Well, no, it's fun. You've got to go. It's fun to go one time, man. I'm going to go with my fucking dog. Don't get dances. You got to go one time. Yeah, but the dances, (laughs) it's just fun to go and drink and like be like, I don't drink. I need to go to Amsterdam, man. Yeah, but you know, you give the girls money on stage and shit. Yeah, Yeah, but the girls do hate you. That's my problem. Well, that's, it's it's also fake. And I walk in and it's like, and then and it's like a girl, if I'm in there for five seconds and a girl comes over and sits on my lap and she's like, hey, baby, I'm. Like I'm like, just you like you don't I'm even not know gonna, me, I'm lady. I'm not gonna dance yeah. with you. Like I don't. Well, like, strippers I are cr- a lot of strippers are crazy. Yeah. That was another reason dance. why I went back to bar. Why I went to bartending because I got to be on the other side. You know, I got to see what the strippers were doing. Like how no, really, totally. how really kind of gross they are. You know, just walking up to someone and being like, "Hey, do you want to dance?" You know, and I'm that's like, their fucking yeah. yeah. So you went. From, so bartending <laughs> happened, and then I need to be romance. How did you go from fucking serving drinks? How did you go from serving drinks in a bar in Texas to hopping on a plane to have sex on camera in California? My my girlfriend, like I said, she um we were best friends Tristan. forever. Yeah, Tristan. Um she was in porn and like at first I just didn't think I could do it, you know. Is she I, the same I was age a little as you? Bit- 
Tristan? She's yeah, she, yeah, she's a couple months older. Okay. Than so what do, you, what do you mean you didn't think you could do it? Like I just, uh, emotionally, kind of? No, um, like I just didn't think I had the looks for it. You know, I just never really had watched porn. Correct you know? me if I'm wrong, but I think any single chick on the planet who's like, "Hi, hey, I'll have sex on camera for money," can become a probably. Pro- I don't yes. think there's like yeah. a vetting process based no. on looks. No, well uh-huh. there is. That's not well, true. No, okay. That's I've seen true. there's fetish like ugly chicks. Oh yeah, Your there are agent a lot of ugly people. A lot of pictures you can't and turns probably get an agent. You totally, can't get an but agent, you can, but, you but you can, can, you can, can do it. You can definitely find someone willing to pay you to have sex on of camera. Course. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. Um, so, so you, what, what, so your friend was in porn and you were like, dude, the bartending thing ain't working. She's having fun. Well, yeah, like she was having a blast, you know, and I was like, okay. And I was like, do you think I can do it? She sent my pictures into an agent and I came to California. Um, so you've been here for like, what, four months now? Yeah. How many scenes have you done? About 50. Which is like, People might think that's shocking, but that's par for the course in today's yeah. porn industry, right? Yeah. Like the average girl does like 300 scenes a year or yeah. something. Yeah. Um. Do you know anything about the business that you got into kind of like with the state of it or where it's... At first, Because you, at you got in a really, really weird time in porn mm-hmm. because like the kind of free porn sites on the internet are killing the porn industry, literally. Of course, yes. Um, yeah, it really is. It's bad. Yeah, but but if I can interject, like music. Twitter, Twitter and, and, and the girls' individual websites are saving it for the girls that put the effort into Absolutely, but it. like the big contract companies, it's just not the, it's not it's the not same, same as it used to. People don't buy DVDs. No, it's different. Right. People it's don't different. buy... Guys, find flat out, people no, don't buy DVDs. No, they yeah. don't need that long of a It's all digital thing, distribution. You know? Yeah, they don't need and, an hour and, and a half. And these dudes are finding like girls that they like and then following those girls. Like... I, I wanted to bring this up. Tell him about the Amazon the Amazon wishlist. Okay, I know about oh, the yeah. Amazon wishlist because every single porn star on Twitter, I, I go yes. on them because I'm like, and it, don't take offense to this, but I'm like, all right, lady, let's see what you want me to fucking buy you because you have sex for me on camera. Yes. And it's insane. Girls They're have like, ridiculous shoes, shit. Xboxes, and people all fucking do it. All I have is it. toys on mine. Do people Just buy you toys. shit? Well, my my list doesn't work. I have to fix it. <laughs> I was with a girl. I was with a girl today who literally had a full suitcase full of lingerie that had been oh, bought. Oh, no, lingerie, yeah. TVs, yeah. computers, but, yep. anything. So I think going going back to what I, me and Sean were talking about earlier. Uh, so you seem to be you've you've only been involved in a little bit. What's your feelings? Are you is this something you're going to do for a while? Is it something uh, yeah. you want to get out of? No. Are, are there any negative connotations for you right now? Um, negative. I mean, well, I mean, I guess the only thing is I'm, I realize I can't do it for the rest of my life, you know, and I need to do something else with my life, of course, you know, but I, I mean, would love to be big, but it's hard to make money now. Like you said, it's really hard to make money. It's really hard to be a porn star. Is there you know? is, but is there any, like, is there any of the classic trappings of the negative things you hear about the sex work industry? Like, are you degraded? Are you oh, depressed? Of like that kind like, of thing. Like I, 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 like none of my my parents don't know anybody back home. They don't know anybody back home. Let's does hope not they know don't because, listen to the fucking podcast. Yeah, I know. Well, it's okay. They it's don't okay. Hi, daddy. You know they're gonna find out pretty soon, <laughs> oh, of right? Course, like it takes yeah. a few months, but like some dude in your neighborhood, like some parent friend's yeah. dad or something. Oh yeah, shit, I have like, a young, I have young brother. It's over. It's you know? over. Yeah, it's over. of course. Your brother's gonna accidentally turn on your porn one day. It's gonna one of his friends. Scar him for fucking life. Yeah, of course. You're gonna need to make a really sad like complete. It's the phone best call. reality yeah, show ever. No, I um. Just put a camera. My sister, on that. the porn just star. Put a camera. Just <laughs> wait until he finds out his sister's in porn. Such good ideas. We do got to talk after this. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Sneak attack segment. Where in the world is Destiny? This is Destiny. 
Destiny. I'm here for Bagged and Border with David Arquette at Harvard and Stone. Can you say hi, David? What's happening? I'd like to start it off by saying I love Kevin Smith. And I love Jason Mewes. Yeah. So, who is your favorite? Who are your two um, top two favorite Muppets? If you had to be stuck on an island with two Muppets, who would they be? Well, my favorite Muppet is Kermit the Frog. I mean, you can't beat Kermit. I was there at his uh, unveiling of his star on the Walk of Fame. He's a dear, close friend of mine. But if I had to pick two others, um, Animal and Beaker. Animal and Beaker, I mean, come on. Sort of the best of both words. Yeah. Worlds. Okay. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, um, have you been to Jim Henson's studio? Or have you seen anything with the new Muppets movie coming out? I haven't seen anything about the new Muppet movie, but uh, I've been in two of them. So I got to work with them. They're, they're the best. And uh, who's your favorite superhero? If you, if you had to be rescued by someone, who would it be? It doesn't even have to be a superhero. Well, um, I don't know who my favorite superhero is, but I think it's an injustice that Laird Hamilton is not Aquaman. That is a personal quest and desire of mine to see Laird Hamilton be Aquaman. And Aquaman's pretty awesome. All right, that's all for now. Thanks, David. Thank you. <laughs> you want anything else you want to say? I'm uh, at a bar right now, but I'm very sober, so thank you. Awesome. Oh, what, are you going to interview me now? Yeah. So I'm sitting here with the fabulous Gary Baseman. Say hi, Gary. Hello. <laughs> so who are your favorite superheroes? Name them three. Well, actually, when I was... Instead of talking about my favorite superheroes now, but when I was really young, mm-hmm. um, so it was like two years ago. Like yes, when I, <laughs> when I was a little kid, again, you would always. I guess I would have to go with like Batman in a way, you know. But the funny thing is, like when I was really really young, I watched this animated cartoon called Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse, <laughs> which I thought Sounds was like a porno. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was great when I was a kid, and I watched it just recently, and it's probably the worst animated. Um, uh, cartoon ever, but it was a it was a parody on um, Batman and Robin. Oh, so, um, and, and I think it was actually created by the, the creator of Batman. Okay. At least I believe that was the case. But they had like all the vo- animated voices were cliche, and there was really no story with every episode. And the animation was so stilted. It was like, but as a kid, it was like. That was great. And then their, the main criminal was Froggy. He was basically a frog. And he was doing an Edgar G. Robinson, you know, impression. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't get me, boys. Yeah. So, um. I would for sure be entertained if I was like five. I think so. So you should try to YouTube it and see how bad it really was. I just might. And if you had to pick a third one? A third one? I know you're putting so much pressure on it. Um. Well. Okay, maybe instead of a third superhero, who's your favorite Muppet? Who's my favorite Muppet? Muppet. 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 It's a puppet, but it's a Muppet. No, I know. Actually, I I met Mm. Kermit and Miss Piggy and all those guys like about a month ago. They have a friend who um, they were filming the Muppet movie and they were using his offices as uh, Muppets, uh, as as Kermit's actual office itself. So, um, 
it was actually wonderful to see them and performing. What's the name of the the film, the documentary that you're talking about? It's coming out. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a documentary. It's a new Muppet movie. Oh, it's the new Muppet movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When is that coming out? I don't know. I, could, I, I have no idea. Like when it's done. So, who's your favorite <laughs> Muppet? <laughs> My favorite Muppet. If you could, if you were stuck on an island, you had to pick one Muppet. Well, probably like Kermit has the best conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the closest thing to like a Groucho Marx kind of character. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Gary. Uh, you're very welcome. Anything else you want to say to the uh, Swancast listeners out there? Well, when is this airing? Um, it should be airing next week. Well, but next week, anyone in New York, come out to. Um, I have a, a solo one-man show called Walking Through Walls at the Jonathan Levine Gallery, and it's up open till. Um, I think it's going to be up till April 2nd. I think I better take this call. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Okay, bye. Look for more Destiny on the next episode of Bagged and Boarded, Brave and Bold. Where in the world will she be? Who the fuck knows? No, but, but, so, so, but right now, like, you, what Sean was talking about, how, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but the classic thing you hear with porn is that every girl was abused as a child or molested or is on a lot of pills or something dark and devious has to be behind you. It doesn't make sense that you'd be having sex on camera if something wasn't wrong with you. What do you say to people who say that? I mean, when it was like one, I think it was one of my first sets and I walk on set and this guy says, what's your story? He says, every porn star has a story, you know? And like, I think it's true. I do. Um, I mean, how many girls do you know that don't have a story? Yeah. Well, but are they, are they always fucked up stories? Um, uh, what I've heard, yeah. Really? You know, yeah. But I mean, I don't know that many girls, to be honest. But I mean, from what I've heard, yeah, somebody has, I mean, they all have a past, you know. I mean, and like I said, I, I, 30 girls in the scheme of the girls that live in the valley that do porn is not that much. No, totally. I mean, so I don't know that many girls no, either. No, absolutely. But yeah. So yeah, I know. can't stereotype it. Where, where do your, where do your views lie, like politically? And that might be the weirdest question I've ever asked in my life. Like, are you an incredibly liberal person with everything? What do you mean? In uh-huh. terms of like, er, it, cause it, it, this, it, someone who's so open about having sex on camera, you would imagine like every other aspect of their life is kind of just like a free love kind of party almost. But I find, I found that not to be true. I found certain, certain people are like really like hardcore Christians or like, yeah, you know, I'm very religious. Are you? Yes, I am. That's what and I was trying that, to get. So, so that's what I mean. There's kind from of Texas. There's kind I'm of, but Texas. I grew up Southern Baptist. That kind of duality shit though. How do you, do, is there, is there, a, is there a need to justify things in your mind ever? Oh, of course I feel terrible, you know, do but you? it's something, but it's something that I feel like, like I told you, it's, this is the only thing that I have passion in. So, so like, why do you why? feel terrible though? That's that's what well, I'm trying. I, mean, I think yeah, I'm trying because, to get at too. Because it's it's viewed so badly. You know, but you're do not. You, like, do you? I feel don't. Like you're I don't. A I feel in God's eyes? no. I feel like God knew I was going to do it. You know, like God kind made of, me to fuck like, on camera. Like gay people. I mean, we're going to get into this. I don't want to get into this, but like get gay people, it. I think that God. Um, I don't think God made them gay. You know, I don't think that they chose to. Okay, be great. Gay. Okay, I got really scared. I got really scared for a no, second so that, that this yeah. was gonna you, go. You think that you're pro gay? You're, Thank you're you. All God right. made gay people, but just it, like He made straight people. Yeah, and people but and like, like, and he knew, he knew what we were gonna do. But your church doesn't because I, that. I think I, no. I think kind of the over mm, the over no. the overlying question or or point I would really love to get across for you that I think most of the listeners would really be interested in is like. You, you you grew up like you had a family like you went to elementary school you watched cartoons like you did the same thing that all of us did at what point did the path change for you 
You know what I mean? At what point was yeah. like where this... was your innocence lost? Is I, your question? No, but it's not. As, it is because it's well, like at what point do you? Because it, that's what it is. When you when you get to the point where you're not as interested in Transformers as you are in finding a vagina, <laughs> like it. That's innocence. I'm waiting for that point to happen, man. I'll give you notes <laughs> when it does. As soon as I lost my virginity, I like. As soon as that happened, I just I loved it. I loved it. I was I wanted to please a man. I loved that. That was my goal to always please a man. You know. The, you know. No, 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 totally. So, 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 so it's that's cool too. It's completely so. It's a positive thing for you. Yes. yes would you? I would love you? It. Would you recommend it to other girls? If I mean it, it you have to realize it's going to do a toll on your body. You know, um, it's going to affect you for the rest of your life. You're going to have that. That's going to be on the internet forever. You know, is that as kind soon of as shit? you get, like, yeah, like as I soon as you get into porn, my agent sat there and told me he was like, "You're going to get this. You're going to get this. You're going to get this." It's so weird. You know? Whenever, whenever, like most <laughs> this shows, this shows usually like fucking blowjob jokes and like Hitler weird rape scenarios. But it's every time I have someone who people think I'm going to go like, "It's a porn check. It's going to be crazy." I feel like I turn into fucking Charlie Rose or some yes, shit. Yes, no, uh-huh. this has been very Charlie Rose. Well, but because, but I, but because it's compelling because it's something vagina more, but it's something you don't hear about because vagina. yeah I have Charlie one. Rose never really says I vagina and I'm wearing something that's very easy access too to my vagina get gals and guys get excited no but I okay. um so you just you, distracted Matt I, I got fucking thrown off for a second <laughs> he's like ah, what? So, so that's what I mean you 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 know what you're doing you know what you're in for because I because I think I almost have a responsibility because you you're like an 18 year old fucking chick from Texas who's in porn and like it's that classic story of like okay you know what you're you're fully fucking aware of what you're in store for and what you're doing right yeah. I don't know about all agents but I do, I know her agent and he does this with every girl that's that what I mean because and that's time. and this is goes, I know all the negatives you know what I'm talking about I mean but nothing negative has happened to me yet so I love it he goes into it he told that to you. He yeah, me too. from the seats of the cars or whatever. Yeah, like, from them. when you're picking us up. It happens. Yeah, he's like, don't take blowjobs for rides because we actually haven't had sex yet. No. Uh oh. No, to no, be no. continued. I said yeah. I said yeah. so. I said to be continued, <laughs> man. I get a fucking. I gave a teaser. We'll That's do a right. sequel. We'll report the next time. Um, but, sure, so, it'll be but, very but, disappointing. But but, but but summing up, I guess it's like, a fucking Sean. Pleasure having you, sir. This was this was a blast. We'll do this again. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to just say, you should demand that I return to the show. I mean, it'll be a while. I got a lot of friends, man. You're in the rotation. You're in the. Speaking of which, uh, this is a Brave and the Bold episode. So far, Jesse River. I am Batman. Jesse Rivers is Spectre. My friend Destiny, who we're going to hear from in a minute, with uh, a little David Arquette interview and a Gary Baseman. She got to uh, sit down with David Mm -hmm. at a club, and he's sober. He says it like five times, so we believe him. Okay. I love David Arquette anyway. Um, She's Carmen Sandiego. Right. Who are you, sir, in the Brave and the Bold lineup? Hitman. You're Hitman. All right. Very, very good. Fucking, it's settled and done. Um, Thank you so much for joining Thank us, Ashley. Thank you for having that me. That was awesome. Um, where can people find you online and stuff like that? Um, You can go to my Twitter. Where And how oh. would they find that? Okay, it's at Ashley. Don't make them guess and shit, because like, people are lazy, you know what Halfway I mean? through her talking, someone started Googling her. Um, like, immediately, Ashley. It's Lee, at Ashley XXX. Ooh, do you know I need to spell that? X, no, you got it. I mean, okay. I, it's, uh, well, I'll tweet about the show and stuff. When the show Perfect. goes up, we'll tweet about that. And you have a website and all that. Sean, where can people find you online, sir? Sean, S-H-A-W-N, writes at Twitter. Well, that was really like, you got to sell that <laughs> shit, man. I mean, You're like, fucking look if you want look, to. It's there, I guess. Look, if you want to find it, it's Sean writes. Like, writes with a pen. W-R-I-T-E-S. It's there for I'm you. I'm following him. Twitter. Ashlyn follows me. She okay. hangs on my every word. Real quick, this is back and boarded. Ashlyn, uh, do you know what a geek is? Like, like, do you, are, 
Sean is a fucking huge geek. I love geeks. Do you know about like like do you know about comic books, superheroes, cartoons, any kind of that shit? Yes. Who's your I'm favorite not. superhero? Um, oh, probably Batman. Yes. It works. But it's like one of like the yeah, only yeah, two ends but- like it's cliche, but it works because he's badass. I don't, I don't, I don't know the cartoon Batman. But Only the real one with like poison ivy in it. I like. I mean, poison ivy's in the cartoon. Wait, you know, you have to, you, you have know, to show the her the Batman you know is the one with Batman Arnold and Robin. Yeah, that's the only Batman free. you know. Ah. The, oh, wait, the only Batman wow. you, like George Clooney is Batman in your mind. Yeah. Wow. I wish I could be you just for like five minutes. <laughs> I was born in '92. Remember. Yeah, wow! You know, yeah, you didn't see the new Batman with Christian Bale. That Batman, the Dark Knight. Dude, you're friends with her. We're going to geek watch her Batman the fuck out. Yeah, geek that's her out. Plan. Yeah, that's because that gets all the ladies wet. You're a classy dude, man. I hope your parents are listening. Uh, I'm gonna tweet this uh, to my mom. That's so, so Sean. Sean, at Sean will help the geek transformation. All okay. right, and then and then She'll you have a little geek I in like her. Computer games. Nerd <laughs> little geek little in geek her. In there you go. Real little geek in her. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. That was awesome. Yes, folks. I am uh, here every week. You know fucking me. Uh, we got awesome shit coming up. We've got crazy uh, events. We are always, as always, sponsored by the fine folks at Golden Apple Comics. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cameltoad, at Smodcastle. Uh, you can go to CameltoadProductions.com, which people often confuse for a porn company. My company's called Cameltoad Productions. So, I, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh Bagboarded.com. Uh, as always, check out uh, all the other Smartcast Network podcasts. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Rate it up. We've got some crazy stuff coming up in the near few weeks. we got another Brave and the Bold episode coming up with our good friend Jeremy Graham, who is one of the darkest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life in an awesomely positive way. You might know him from the Clerks 2 train wreck where he ate the bear claw on a bet in like three minutes. Um, we've got... What? 45 minutes? It was a really big bear claw. Uh, a big, big thing for me, folks, uh, I think you all know where my proclivities lie. April 20th at Golden Apple Comics, Mr. Ziggy Marley is going to be there, and I'm going to be in the house, and I, uh, I, might be, I might be in a happy state, so we'll get into that at a later date and time. Um, but as always, just, yeah, man, thanks, thanks for being here, dudes. Like, it's fucking totally awesome, and, like, you guys are great, and, like, I'll see you next time. It's, uh, I'm Matt Cohen. Thanks. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Live. All right, folks, and we're back with, with we're we're on. Oh, we're back. We're on. We're with Golden Apple Comics Corner, as always. The fine folks from Golden Apple. The finest comic book shop in the world. You can find them at goldenapplecomics.com. And I'm joined by the proprietor, Mr. Lyon Leibowitz. Hello. What's thank up, you sir? Very Matt. How are you? Did I say thank you very, Matt? Uh, you can say it. I want, my na- I want my name to become an adjective or whatever much is. An adverb? I'm not sure. But like whatever whatever that kind of speech thing is, I would love it if people just said Matt instead. I have to say, you're, you're as much of a supporter as 
us and me as I am of you and your shit. It's, it's, it's insidious, dude. We are Venom. Like, you are my symbiote and vice versa. You know what I mean? We need a bell tower at one point. We'll figure That's it a out. very good analogy. Thank you, man. I'm a geek. Um, but you always have exciting stuff going on at Golden Apple Comics, dude. Crazy we events. Do. You we got, do. We try to keep it fun and fresh and exciting. Uh, and in three uh, days from now, you have uh, the Naked Girls reading thing we that we do. talked about, uh, we talked about last time. If you guys are time. listening to this, I will probably be sitting with five Naked If you're girls. in L.A. and you hear this in the morning, they can, it'll be on Saturday morning so get get your asses to golden apple yeah right? if you hear yeah, this yeah. right now and you're like shit i have nothing to do tonight and i like naked you want to come to golden apple we have five naked girls reading grim fairy tales comics by zenoscope so awesome. the entire zenoscope crew is going to be there all the artists and writers we've got free booze free comics all that it is a ticketed uh, adults only thing it's classy Seven, yeah i mean we don't want any riffraff PM, 18 and over Yada, yada, yada. That's dope, man. And like I said earlier on the podcast, uh, April 20th, you got a big event coming up with Ziggy Marley. I do. Your entire shop looks like a medical marijuana dispensary right now. I kind of love it. I have a it. huge pot leaf in the window. You have the it's biggest. It's a little weird. Everybody thinks we're a dispensary. Like a super. It's the biggest one in Hollywood, too. You Right now, you have the biggest pot leaf in all of Hollywood displayed prominently in your comic shop window. And he is really grateful for that. I knew there was a reason you were my sponsor, man. Absolutely. But, uh, but speaking of, of other cool stuff coming up, you have something very exciting that we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, yes. We have a, an event coming up next week. So those of you listening need to... Plan your Wednesday night now to uh, come down to a very cool event for a new project that encompasses a graphic novel, a CD, and a DVD, all of the same name. That's awesome, man. Big project, and the producer, star, singer, songstress. Folks, we got some. We got, we got, a, we got a special guest on Golden Apple Geek Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome Miss Chase Masterson. Well, thank you very much. How are you doing? Thank you. Oh, she's using it already. <laughs> That's awesome. How are you doing, Chase? I'm very well, thanks. Um, How are you? Very, very well. Uh, I think a lot of people got excited because we mentioned you, you were coming out the chat for a minute last time because uh, people know you from your work on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Thanks. And uh, a lot of TV work and stuff like that. But you've got a new project coming out, right? And Ryan's going to kind of help you show it to the world a little bit. I am really excited about it. I'm extremely proud of it. It's called Yesterday Was a Lie. It's a film noir shot in classic black and white. That's awesome. And, it's a great uh, title. Too. City, yeah. Fantastic title like for a film crazy, noir. Crazy, cooler, and sleeker. You know, in fact, that was... Possible. Thank you. That was one of our reviews. It was, I think, uh, Geek Monthly editor Jeff Bond said, like Sin City, uh, the, the brains... Oh, wait a second. I knew it. It was like Sin City, but with a hell of a lot more brain. That's than awesome because Sin City is one of my favorite films of all time. So uh, I think thanks. I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been compared to some really neat stuff. Um, the director uh, James Kerwin is a genius, and and it, it's a beautiful film. I'm really proud of it. Um, it's done very well. Got great rave reviews. Um, won like 25 festivals, and then we got uh, distributed uh, theatrically and uh, out on DVD through E1. And a graphic novel, and, and that's a, all, there's a graphic novel and a CD. Graphic and like, novel, a CD soundtrack, all by different, it, right? all by different companies. Yeah, How many I do. Did you oh wow! I sing four songs in the film. I, so, I, so you were you were busy up in this project, huh? I was. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, I did not mean to produce the film. I actually was originally cast in the film, and the producers fell out. It was very low budget, and I, I'm guessing they thought that there wasn't enough money. And I interviewed. With the director, I helped interview 37 other producers who turned down the paying <laughs> job, saying, we can't do this. No, yeah. It's just too ambitious for this budget, because it was a low-budget film, under $200,000. And so I just stepped in. I said, well, damn it, I'll do it. it After was, 37, you were like, all right, I guess I'm the best. But that, that makes sense, though, right? After seeing 37 people, you were like, I should have done it to begin row? with. Well, yeah. in yeah. a row, yeah, pretty much uh, systematically. And so I, I have to say, I never thought I was that 
uh, passionate about producing. Was this your first time producing something? It was really, yeah, it was my first time really in, in the driver's seat. And I have to tell you, it was an extremely empowering process. Very, very frustrating. Not something I'm in a hurry to do again. But, <laughs> you know, I really love being a part of helping decide what content gets no, made. No, absolutely. And, and, it, and it leaves such an imprint on the final product because now it, it's, it really is something straight from your kind of creativity almost. You Thank know what you. I mean? No, absolutely. Thank and, you and for saying from that. From what I hear, it's fantastic. And I, I think people are really, really excited. Thanks. And they're going to get a chance to kind of celebrate it. You got yeah, something well, really cool going uh, on. Thank you. Wednesday, the 23rd at night, uh, 6 to 9 p.m. at the shop, is we're going to have Chase as well as uh, Emmy Award winning composer, uh, you can tell Christopher, Christopher Carter. Carter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Plus yeah. some of the cast and crew definitely are going to come by. It's almost like a like a rap party almost, but celebration. Oh, celebration. And, and we've got a web series actually as well. So it's a really multi-platform. Wow. Yeah. Thing. No, you guys are really embracing the new media thing, huh? I, well, yeah. you know, I mean, we've been asked to do all this stuff by different outlets. So, That's so great. Um, yeah. but it's neat. It's you know what I love best about the film is it speaks really. Um, really beautifully of things that go on in the human spirit and not to get deep but here Please we are do. Yeah, I mean we um, rarely do on the show <laughs> it, it uses quantum mechanics as a metaphor for human relationships and it talks about responsibility with people what we do with our hearts our souls our bodies and how we affect each other by the choices that we make and it is a really beautiful um it's just a really beautiful thing about how uh, how the choices, I guess, again, the choices that we make affect not only the people that we're with, but affect ourselves. More. And in, and shot in sexy black and white, like I think everyone's sold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a really it's soulful really film. Soulful, that's, that, that sounds yeah. that sounds great. So so Thank March twenty third, um, everyone come down in Golden Apple and kind of. Is it R rated, Chase? It's PG, baby. Wow. Yeah, unlike Damn. this podcast, I no, see. Yeah. My God. Um, no, but we're it's. Used to interviewing porn stars. Here. I had I mean, no idea. We're not used to. to We've done it twice, and the first one was because of you. Come on, I didn't know. Brian started the porn star trend. Is that what? No, I'm sorry. I'm like the last to know about this. I didn't know that I'd be doing this. We're the Smod Castle. I mean, it's a whole after a porn star. Porn it's geeks. Because that's the thing. It's it's what it's what geeks are into. It's what geeks are into. You know what I mean? It's right. Well, I we, I, we try to cover all bases here on I'm this show. Yeah, I, I see mean, that you did. We we interview mainstream. Yeah. We no, I interview actors and, and comic book writers and and porn stars and voiceover actors. I try to kind of hit every facet of what the people. Geek and gamer girls on. Absolutely, here. yeah. We kind of we kind of try to just make sure no one's excluded from from it. You know. Wow. Okay. Well. Anyway, it it's a party. It's yeah. A, <laughs> I see that right here on the table. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. Anyway, I mean, it's it's great being a part of what what content gets to be made. I think we have such an incredibly important and powerful platform as as artists and we're able to say a lot to the world just by the work that we do and the Absolutely. things that we stand for and the things that we preach without and, and, preaching. You and there know? are people like you who, God bless, choose to do classy, uh, thoughtful things and people like me who choose to make horrible jokes and comic book references but we both have to exist. We're the yin-yang thing, right? I think that people are really <laughs> hungry out there and, and so to make our lives stand for something is really an important thing to get Absolutely. to do. So I'm, no, I'm really happy the, to... The graphic novel, did you like... Oversee it or write it or anything. I uh, I I was a part of some of the decision making processes. Um, we got a, a fine is artist a, named it, James. It just Hill. sounds like every facet of the project is definitely has you. You're you have your hand up in there. I yeah. didn't mean to. Once again, I mean <laughs> I, I would have just a strict like adaptation or is it, it is. It's pretty much every frame in the graphic okay. novel is a frame in the film. So I think that'll be like fun. Oh wow! No, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got they started with a film good. and then went to every other medium and it and it still came seems uh, seems to be expanding with a web series and a, and a CD that's it's pretty cool. Really exciting. I, you know, yeah, I have yeah. to tell you guys though, um, one of my favorite reviews on it has been from Pop Matters. It said uh, a lot of great things about the film, and then it said, "But be warned, it won't hold your hand." So this is a film that's challenging, I think, intellectually, soulfully, um, 
it just it, it asks a lot of its audience. It raises more questions than it does give answers. Well, it sounds fantastic. If you want to get your hands yeah, yeah. on it, come down to Golden Apple. Golden Apple, March Wednesday, 23rd, the 23rd. Six, six, 6 to 9, right? Yeah, yeah. we're going to have the CD. We're going to have the DVD. Open bar, CD. We're going to have open bar. Chase is going to be there. Open novel. bar, hors d'oeuvres, that kind of thing. It'll we be hors d'oeuvres. I think so. We got food. We got Chase. Uh, I mean... We're gonna, and come cel- can celebrate a, a worthwhile art, you, have you to know? See yeah, thank absolutely. you. If she wears yeah. anything like what she's wearing right now, you have to come. <laughs> Folks, that is a teaser. You, we like won't a tell you what she's wearing because we want thank you to you. come down March 23rd, Golden Apple. Be there. Chase, thank you so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me, Matt. Ryan, as always, it's a pleasure. We will see you next time, sir. Always a pleasure. At, I, always, I already forgot my catch line. At Golden Apple Comics. We'll make a giggity go. Giggity go. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Bye. God bless, guys. Bye, guys. See ya. Find more funny shit like this at Smodcast.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Jen Schwalbach. And here's what's happening every day at Smodcast.com. On Sunday, it's me and Scott Mosier doing the original Smodcast. On Mondays, it's Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. On Tuesdays, it's Blowhard with Malcolm Ingram. Also on Tuesday, my personal favorite, Plus One. That's the one where you and I talk. That is. And you get naked. (laughs) On Wednesdays, it's me and Jason Mewes doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. On Thursdays, it's Puck Nuts with Walt Flanagan, Ming Chen, and Brian Johnson. And don't forget Sunday Jeff. And then on Friday, they lose Sunday Jeff, and it's just Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn, and sometimes Ming Chen taking some abuse on Tell Em Steve Dave. On Saturdays, it's Red State of the Union. Highlands, a peephole history. One of the shows iTunes chose one of the best podcasts of 2010. Smarriage at Smodcastle, one of my favorites. That's where I actually become Rev Kev and marry motherfuckers. We sit down, interview them, find out about their entire lives. At the end of it, they're literally married. And all of it's free. Don't cost you a dime. Seven days a week, we bring you the free funny. Nice. You sound like a pitch person there, man. What else can you sell me? Show me a little boob. I'll buy. (sighs) (laughs) Smartcast.com. <laughs>